0: There's a scene in the movie Almost Famous where the plane that the band is on hits a bunch of turbulence. It starts rocking, it's shaking back and forth, and they all think they're about to die. So they start doing these confessions. So-and-so slept with so-and-so's wife, so-and-so did this to the person, so-and-so has been taking advantage of the band It's stealing from them. And then, I thought, rather hilariously, one of the guys in the back is like, I'm gay! All of a sudden... The plane levels out, and they're fine. And these guys stand on the ground, and they land, and they look at each other and like, oh, we just went through all this shit. We just had all these moments on the plane, and what do we do now? That's where the league's at today. We had a lot of 9-11 moments this week from uh, Stax, basically helping Dewey beat Sean, Sean expressing how much that hurt him, Chuck telling John, that's not a proper emotion to feel To JB being MIA And then coming back and being like Wait, I just missed a lot of 9-11 moments Well boys, we're here We've landed that plane How are we going to respond? Is the band going to break up? Or are we going to make it? I believe in us Love you fellas Welcome to the Fantasy Basketball Podcast with not-quite-a-layman, not-quite-an-expert Pod Tom! Alright, we are 10 weeks into the season and uh, I wanted to kind of take a look at each team and each team is technically everyone is still in the playoffs So this year on the pod, a huge friend of the pod, um, I'd say top two, easily in the top running for MVP, we have Adam Palais. Welcome, sir. (laughs) Good to be here. Um, So I wanted to, you know, you gave us that incredible um, trade pod penis from a couple weeks ago. And mm-hmm. you gave us, you know, we did that draft recap together, which was which was great. And I kind of wanted to see get your thoughts on how everyone's looking, um, ten weeks into the season. So right. thank you for joining us. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what we're going to do, and then you can just kind of chime in whenever you want. But what great. I've done is I've broken the league into what I see as four tiers. Um, everyone still has a path to the playoffs. But I think that there are three teams that have really emerged as the top three, and then there's a couple of us at the bottom that are struggling, and I just kind of want to hear your thoughts on on these teams. Let's do it. Cool. You want to start at the top or the bottom? Um, you know, I changed my mind. Let's start at the, start at the bottom this time. Okay, cool. So we're going to start from the bottom, Okay. Uh, the bottom three teams, in my opinion, and are Dewey, Witty, and Chuck. Mm-hmm. I've got these these teams as uh, down there. Um, it was I could I think my team kind of belongs in there, but it was sort of a toss up between Witty, Chuck, and I for who was that last spot. But mm-hmm. I just I ended up putting Chuck. Um, reason being. Is his team. He's done tons of trading. I think the trade machine is awesome. I think he probably gets in the playoffs. But once he's going to be at a point where when he can't trade anymore, this year with the COVID IR spot and the extra bench, it's going to be really hard to get people at that point. And mm-hmm. I see the trade machine in the next couple of weeks really having to do some work to get like one or two, like a stud or two. Yeah, I think uh, Chuck. He's he's always
1: good at uh, maximizing his schedule, pulling off Sunday trades. We've we've all been involved in those trades. I think at this point. Um, yeah. But I yeah, I definitely think. Uh, well, Lamelo and Jason Tatum are probably his two best players right now, and it looks like Lamelo is is just going to be elite the rest of the way. And uh, Tatum, he's been dealing with some effects of of COVID, so he has the occasional like really bad game. Like normally his his uh, his floor is around thirty five or so, uh, but he's put up like 18, 27 recently. So that's going to be something to monitor. I can see Chuck trading him uh, in order to get uh, to get a win. So, but I think I think Lamelo is. If Chuck can have an untouchable guy, I think it's Lamelo. He just puts up too many highlights. He's fun to watch, and you just got to have those guys on your team if you want to have fun and fantasy.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what he can do here. What do you think about uh, Dewey's chances to make the playoffs? Two game win streak. Um, he... I'm playing him this week, so I hope he doesn't do well because
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> I need to win. Yeah, uh, but he has Luca. There's always a chance. Uh, when you have someone who can score 80 a night, that's just the reality of our league. Um, I think who, he traded a lot um, of his firepower away for those wins. He gave up Russ. Uh, if he plays back-to-backs, that's going to be insane for uh, Christian, who we'll get to later. Yeah. Um, but he got a bam – Uh, For Zion, he took a little bit of a hit. There, Zion is going to be phenomenal the rest of the way. Gosh, I I don't understand Zion at all. Yeah, (laughs) me neither. His body type, like the way he when he's walking, he looks like he's just like laboring. Like he's anybody's got all this this bounce and all this explosiveness. It's just I'm so curious if his uh, if the tendons of his body will be able to hold up to uh, the muscle throughout. uh, right
0: yeah uh, I know he's great he's crazy so do you think do you think Dewey's got any chance to make it here he, he yeah he does um but I think it's I think it's
1: slim um he the props him for for staying with it like to get it to go for a a two two game win streak uh this late in the season when he was having some rough patches with injury and COVID um, he stayed, he stayed active. So props are there, but I mean, he's he, like, for example, we're, I'm playing against him this week and I'm just devastated with injuries. Right. I have, you know, I have two guys on my active roster that I just have to stay there, um, but aren't playing yeah. Andre Drummond and, and whatnot, but he's, um, he's also dealing with quite a few injuries right now, which has kind of given me life. So this is, I think both me and, uh, dewey are kind of playing for our fantasy livelihood um (laughs) this week so it's gonna get there might be some brutal trades there at the end Uh, we'll see what happens
0: yeah i know you will get we'll get to your team in a minute but yours is i mean carrying durant and drummond is just two spots is i mean (laughs) you you have to do it but okay and then what about witty how what are you thinking about his team
1: let me see here. Where are you, Wendy? He has been interesting all year because his, his draft, uh, the context of his draft by taking LeBron for 100 um, put him in a situation where he needed to be really aggressive with trades. And, you know, he's, he's had to take some chances. Uh, he ended up with fan Fleet from Christian, which was, I think, a good get. He got Lillard. I'm always a fan of Lillard, just being a Blazers fan. Uh, but, you know, he he he's he's light in a lot of areas. He's got a lot of point guards and he's looking for – I think he, he could really go for like a really good center. But does he have the trade collateral to make that happen? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I was surprised he tra- he traded Capella. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, that for, that, for the for win. I mean, I don't, I don't know if he won but uh, from that trade, but that was a trade that was all about the win. Yeah. Uh, and so he might be able to get a nice two-for-one for, for Dame. Um, I might think about sending him something over for that, actually. Yeah, you um. should.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I see. Like, looking at these rosters, there's something. There's a you and Kyle trade. I think it would probably – yours would have to include
2: Allen, I think. I
0: don't know how you would feel about that. Um, it would, or I mean, and it would probably have to. Would you do okay? Would you do Ja and Drummond for Dame? I would have to think about that. Um, just because I've wait, it's it's hard because I've
1: waited so long on Drummond at this point uh, that you know I I, I hate it, the I hate the Cavs for sitting him, and just the trade deadline is is. So far away, but he, he, he could trade it tomorrow and play um, and, and, you know, be a regular 15-15 guy 15 again. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, it's, it's one of those things where I'd want something more in return, more than just Dane, but it's one of those things where, who knows, at the, at the end of the week, if I need the win, and I will need the win.
0: Right. Uh, I mean, it, gives, it frees you a roster spot, but it just depends if Kyle can hold him. And I mean, there's also a world in which Drummond doesn't play again this year. Like, but, the the market for him is going to be tough. to, Because he's, like, a lot of the contenders don't have draft picks or cash. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, is he going to, like, the Knicks or the Hornets or, you know... Unless he goes, like, the two teams I could see that would be... Sleepers would be, like, the Jazz or the Nuggets. And teams, I, are, like, just don't really get free agents. I can see
1: him actually... Stay, uh, staying in the East, just because contenders in the East have to have at least a big body to put against Embiid uh, or Giannis, and like Celtics, I can see them throwing something together, you know, just to just to bang bodies with Embiid down there and uh, tire him out, uh, because I mean we've seen it again this year. Like Embiid is a monster. Right, uh, but his thing is, he gets he gets dinged up pretty easily, and if you know if you have if you're competing against Embiid, you kind of need that big body down there. So like, it's not easy for him. You know, he's got he's got a bad back. He, he seems to keep like t- twisting twisting things, and I don't know. So I I can actually st- see him staying in the East, going to a contender, but I think it would take like some weird deal that I'm not. Capable of thinking of like a some kind of weird buyout slash trade slash something magical. I don't. I don't know. Um, Yeah, (laughs) but I would. I would love to see him in uh, in Dallas because I think you know Porzingis again. He's 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 got a slight frame and he's not a center. He's gonna he's gonna be injured his whole career if you keep him down there. Push him out to the three point line. Let Drummond collect all the rebounds,
0: do their thing. <laughs> uh, hey, love it. Okay, so then back to the so that's the tiers. That's tier four. So we got Dewey, Chuck, and uh, Kyle. Do you have any of the any of those three teams? Do you see them in, making the playoffs? Um, I see. I see Chuck
1: making the playoffs. I think there's going to be. I, I'm. I'm predicting. I think there's going to be a monstrous trade um very similar to the four four way <laughs> team trade that happened uh, to get him at least one more win i'm gonna i'm gonna call that right now I think he okay uh, he has the, the desire to do it and it's like if if it means making the playoffs I he's I can doing see it that.
0: okay yeah I think he i think he's in as well um I just kind of put him down there sort of as a win and because I had to go put a kid down for a nap but yeah, mostly uh, kind of wondered what you thought there. Okay. Uh, for Kyle, I think
1: Kyle's in direct competition with me. So uh, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be, uh, in many ways, me or him. So okay. I hope he doesn't make the playoffs.
0: <laughs> okay. I like that prediction. Okay. It's either Adam. I love
1: you, Kyle. But um, it's uh, we got to do a good trade this year. Um, I Actually, what did I trade him? I traded him Jeremy Grant and uh Hayward for Siakam and then I turned Siakam and Dejounte Murray into KD who has yet to play a game for me
0: <laughs> I know and yeah plus we'll, yeah uh
1: we'll get to that later later, later. I, have, I later. have so much okay. to okay.
0: talk about <laughs> okay let's let's move up to the the next tier so tier three mm-hmm. and this was uh this one, I think, is actually quite an interesting group. I got Sean, New John, and myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have us as like the next, the next tier. Um, wonder what you think about that and what you think about our three teams' path to success. Uh, I
1: would say I think Blanc has the easiest path to success based on just having – Jokic um, and Simmons. He's got those; those two guys are holding. And, and Jamal Murray. I mean, he has the capability to put up huge games. I mean, we saw that he already put up a, a fifty-point game recently. But you know, he also has his his floor is quite low, and he tends to like sit there for two to three games. So I think he's got one more streak in him before the playoffs, and I think. Sean will find himself there, but man, there's just there's just two Denver outside of Jokic, there's just there's too many mouths to feed. They are a stacked team and everything runs through through Jokic. So I yeah, I, I I see Jamal Murray kind of failing him at the wrong time in the playoffs, but getting into the playoffs I think he's pretty safe. Okay. As for Let's see you said uh...
0: Yeah so I had Sean New John and myself Um, I think the reason for me is Looking at it is I feel like If you look at with Tom James uh, If you Take Like so my top five would Be um, LeBron, Curry Lowry Davis and Turner Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a pretty solid five if those guys are healthy. But Anthony Davis has played one half of basketball well on my roster. And without him, my team is ass, minus LeBron. And I just, it's like, yeah, I would obviously not have done that trade knowing the Davis injury. I liked it at the time. But we'll see. I feel like this, this game is, this week is a huge one for me. Um mm-hmm. but I'm not feeling too good about my chances right now. But I, I think if Davis comes yeah. back, then then playing like LeBron and Davis, if they're playing 8 games in the playoffs, that is a tough combo to go against.
1: I would I would agree. Um the the Davis thing is just so killer um <laughs> for any yeah uh, but you know you got you got Steph you know who can put up huge numbers uh LeBron I don't think he's sitting any games while AD is is recovering AD could be back right after the All-Star break so you right. might be able to get a few games from him uh, in this current matchup which would be huge um but yeah it's i i think you're going to have to do some maneuvering come Sunday um
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, I thought I had a trade lined up with Dewey, um, but that didn't end up happening. I'm going to try and make move. I'm open this week, guys. Hit me up. <laughs> Any non-LeBron guy is on the table. Okay, but uh, I, I'd say that I'm leaning out right now, depending on Davis. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I'm not, I'm not going down without a fight. And then what about New John, Okay, the Parliament King?
1: He he has a very interesting lineup. He has a few big hitters with Quai. Um, Siakam has been good, but he's out. He could. We don't know if he has COVID or not. And from some, like that's that's at least a ten game miss um, plus ramp up. So who knows if uh, Siakam is going to be relevant uh, the rest of the way? Capella. He's always, he's been super solid this year. Aiton, he can have huge games, but, you know, that's, that team is Chris Paul's right now, and I think everyone knows it. And uh, Booker has been showing some huge signs of life, which is which is nice and fun to watch. But, uh, and it'll be uh, Kemba. I mean, who knows if, if he's going to be playing back-to-backs. It doesn't, he's not doing it now, uh, but he's putting up huge numbers now when he, when he is playing, so that's that's going to be interesting. I, he's shown that he has the ability to trade come Sunday, so right. I'm actually uh, quite confident in his ability to get to the playoffs. However, I know that my schedule is such that um, I play
0: him, I think... Yeah, I think he... He is like the the you know he is he is essentially like proving Chuck's theory because mm-hmm. he is he could so easily be 3 and 7 and mm-hmm. have this roster and be 3 and 7 and like just in complete desperation mode but he pulled off two great trades. I think the get him getting Capella was huge on Sunday. Um mm-hmm. That is just a really nice piece for him, a great trade asset. But to be five and five, like he has, he's pulled off just some really good stuff. And that win over Kyle last week was pretty insane, or two weeks ago, I guess, when we hear the pod. But um, yeah, okay, so you're gonna put him in. He is pretty savvy. I'll take. I think that that works. What about Sean?
1: So Sean and Burden are—they're playing each other this week, and they're both five and five. So that's huge. Yeah. Um, and I play Burden next week. So there's a lot that could happen. And then I think my final week I play Sean. So oh wow. <laughs> within these next three to four weeks, we are going to see a lot of movement and a lot of you know battles for the bottom spots of the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Um, well, hey, good good luck. <laughs> Thanks. Um, okay. So, are you, let's, what do you think, Sean, in or out? I think, I think Sean's going to make it. Okay. Um,
1: I, I, he's got a big up on a burden right now. It's only been one day, but it's 257 to 85. That's a hard margin to make up um, without significant trading throughout the week, but he can do it. Um, I think they're going to have to. It's going to come down to if he could trade Siakam or not. Um, if he has COVID, you hope he doesn't. But right. if he does, it, that's the hard pill to swallow. And then, uh, and then he's got to play me uh, the following week. So it's hard to say. Like if if I have if I have a healthy KD and Nurk should be back as well when I play my final two weeks, okay. Uh, I think that I can make a good push against Burden. But, you know, the last time we played, I only won by 1.5. So, we'll see.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's another one. Burden could be at, you know, 2-8. and eight. Okay. So, you have um, you have Sean in, new John in, and then you think, okay, cool. And then me, do you have what – what about me, in or out? Let me see the – let me take a quick look at the standings again. I think –
1: i think i think i yeah i think out i think i'm gonna have to but it's hard it's it's hard to say anything can happen with trades so you have the wins right now to make it happen uh it's just going to be very difficult for you <laughs> right <laughs> yeah
0: no i i agree um i think
1: okay. you have to focus on wins rather than points for that's that's a big thing in this yes. as well like do you like what is your record compared to your points for it? can you rely on your points for it? I cannot um, I, I I I was able to for a while but I don't believe I will be able to either um, unless I start getting healthy so
0: So speaking of points four, we have the points for king in the second tier okay so tier 2 I have JB Andy and Adam and mm-hmm. it was uh it was you were the one you were kind of your team was kind of on the fence but you have a lot of firepower on that roster they just haven't been playing and so i think haven't you been you started out 3 and 0 and then you've been 1 and 6 right
1: yeah pretty much it's been it's been brutal so i traded um yeah i was i was i was looking healthy i was looking great and then i traded for uh drew holiday and KD, and when I traded for them, they were healthy. Um, but like hours later, the next day, you know, Drew goes down with COVID, and you know, KD decides to to pull a hammy and you know rest through the All Star Star break. And I, I, I'm kicking myself I for trading for KD. I, I was just looking at his numbers. He puts up such good numbers. Man, am I like, I'm still just like rooting against him, and it sucks to have someone on your team.
0: Yes, I I had that same experience when I had him. Um, Mm -hmm. I still think that was a good trade for you, fantasy wise. I mean, you have your team has a lot of firepower plus KD out, you know. So, you have like you have Nurk and KD both listed as out, you mm -hmm. have Andrum drummond not playing oh he's listed as out too and then yep. you also have john Cott like your team is very interesting i could see it you know i could see you could easily be in a position where it's like you make one or two trades and mm-hmm. you're right there back up and everyone thought you know your team was one of the teams to beat coming into the season but if this goes the other way a couple losses here we could be fighting for the toilet bowl
1: that's true i'm i'm also pretty like because right now i mean i'm i'm going to be limping into the playoffs if i make it at all so uh, going against one of the top teams in the first round is going to be interesting especially if my team is coming in healthy you know because you know i got i got a pretty stacked roster i mean i have yes. you know jaw and dearon fox as my point guards i got uh brogdon and drew holiday shooting guards with paul george and kd and Jared Allen, John Collins, Andre Drummond, and Nurk. You know, if they come back, hopefully, please come back, guys.
0: Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think I'll be able to uh, scare one of the top
0: teams, definitely. Couldn't happen to a better guy. Um, So, Andy, I I want to hear your thoughts on Andy and JB's teams. Andy just beat me this past week, and I think he had like 1,400 points in doing so. He's also broken 1,500, if I remember correctly. So his team is, he to me, his team is the wild card and he's got the savvy. But to put up that amount of points twice throughout the course of the season is crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. So he's got nearly 3,000 points from two weeks. And what do you, so what do you think of JB and Andy's teams?
1: So Andy's team, I just realized now that he has uh, DeJounte Murray, uh, good for him. I know last year, uh, him and I were, we were talking trades for him back and forth forever. So, uh, as the person that drafted him, I'm glad that he found his way to his team. He's going to be great. He has, he has Murray, DeRozan, Rosen and, uh, Derek white right now. So he is rocking that San Antonio, uh, backcourt. <laughs> I just uh,
0: noticed that now.
1: <laughs> um, we got Tyler hero too. Okay. Julius Randall. Wait, uh, he's got Hero. Okay. Ingram and, uh, Uh, CJ uh, McCollum on his on his IR so I think he could he could really go for a trade for a big Um, if he could somehow swing someone to get like a really solid center uh, maybe one of you know one of my out guys Andy call me yeah (laughs) we'll uh, we'll see what happens but I think yeah it's it's a wild it's He he has a lot of upside on his team, and if his team hits, like you said, he could put up fourteen hundred in a week. Um, Right. But does he have consistency? We we will find
0: out. We will. Okay. I mean, I think he's clearly in the playoffs. Yes. Um, And what do you think about JB's team? Because I, you know, the Sage Master has been on a slide himself, starting out three and zero, and then you know, three and four in the last few weeks. Seems like he's been skiing a lot, saging places (laughs) a lot. But uh, how are you feeling about his team?
1: I am... I was scared of his team for a while. Um, He... Gosh, Sabonis just puts up numbers. Mm -hmm. Um, So does Levine. Those guys have definitely been his all-stars. Kyrie, I'm just... We don't know what Brooklyn is going to look like when Katie. they have, like, never played together. Um, right,
0: like two games, right? Something
1: like yeah, that. Yeah, I – what's going to happen to Kyrie as a shooting guard? He has a shooting guard designation, by the way, which is interesting. Oh, um,
0: okay, yeah.
1: Um, he also has Donovan Mitchell and Nikola Vucevic, uh, the uh, – always the unsung hero every year, just putting up huge numbers and never really getting the uh, the fanfare. Um, no one's real fantasy boyfriend, but you know, he's there for you in hard times. So he's, uh, I mean, he's got a solid team and any player can go off. And so, yeah, you don't want to see him in the playoffs. I mean, he's, he's one of those teams where I might have to play him in the first round. I'm not looking forward to that if I make it. Right. (laughs) Right.
0: Um, and he's been, he's been offering such ass trades, um, (laughs)
1: I haven't got a trade offer from him. Yet. Oh,
0: they're so bad. I mean, he is definitely the new Tom. He, his his <laughs> trades are so bad that it's like, he'll, he'll be like, hey, do you want to trade me LeBron for Dylan Brooks? No, <laughs> I don't. What about Donovan Mitchell for Jokic and Murray? No. Like, they're just so bad. And then he'll like send a ha-ha or something. It's like, dude, it's not fucking funny. <laughs> anyway, um, we'll see Okay, I don't think we need Okay, tier. let's move to Tier 1 Okay, Maybe. and I want to hear Basically, here. here's my Tell me if you disagree, but I think Kyle's team, we don't really have to Even talk about much He has not made many moves He's not even really open to trades He's got essentially the same team he's had mm-hmm. And they're solid Just top to bottom solid He's in there, you don't want to play him Um
1: yeah, he I don't think he's had a healthy team all year, so that's something to keep an eye on. Yeah. Um, you know, Christian Woods on the IR right now, but it's always been somebody with him. And I don't know if that's going to follow into the playoffs, but if he can get a, a couple weeks of, of healthiness during our playoffs, he's going to be scary.
0: But so he, so just excuse me, just to put this in perspective, he has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys still from his draft. Yeah. So we don't really – I don't think – we've talked about his team like before. We know what it is. What I really want to hear from you, and uh, I think in my opinion, it's between Christian and Stacks for the top of the league. Stacks is a five-game win streak, and he turned his original draft of – I mean he now has Giannis and Harden Mm -hmm. plus – like his next three, he's got Valanciunas, he's got Oladipo, he's got SGA, Bagley's putting up numbers, he's got Graham on the bench, Fournier, Fad Young, like his team is awesome. It is stacked up. Um mm-hmm. and Christian, I cannot believe like he Christian's team, like if I was just looking at the top five of each team. And if you do Christian's top five, it's probably Westbrook, Booker, Towns. Harris and Gobert, which mm-hmm. leaves off Conley and Zion. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. And, I mean, you yeah. could you could interchange it, but then if you're, like, leaving off, if you put in Zion, then you're taking out Harris or Gobert out of his top five guys. So, I wonder of those two, do you, like, what do you com- compare and contrast these teams for me? Who do you see as the real power here? Or? Um, I would say... I'm, I'm
1: more scared of um, – if, if everyone plays and no one is sitting and no one is injured, I'm more scared of Christian's team than I am of Stacks. Um, just because Stacks – I mean, he's got two of the highest scores in fantasy with um, with Giannis and um, – what's his name?
0: Uh, Harden.
1: <laughs> yeah, Harden. Uh but you know, Harden has been has been going real hard. You know, KD and Kyrie have kind of just been you know taking their time. You know, Kyrie taking a night off; his shoulders hurting a little bit. KD just you know milking that hamstring, just hanging out. So I could see him possibly sitting a game. Um, oh, and so I, that's true. I think, and who knows with Russell Westbrook though? So it's one of those things where, right? I'm. You know, I'm I'm scared to go up against either of them, and a lot of it is going to come down to who whose studs have the most games, and like if there's any untimely um, sittings. But I, if I was going to put money on it, and no trades were allowed because that is the context of the playoffs, and these both of them are pretty solid into the playoffs. Um, I think I'd put my money on Christian, um, just because I feel like he's got more. More of a deep roster in terms of uh, outside of his top two. I mean, Stacks has those top two guys, and it was I had to play against them this past week with a short roster, which sucked. It wasn't even close. Right. Um, but I think he Christian has a deep enough roster to actually make up those points that you need to make up.
0: Well, I had to play Christian last week, and it was like every night you look at the thing and you're like. Or I played them two weeks ago, sorry. And it was like, you just look at it and it's like, holy shit, this is coming at me tonight and then this is coming at me the next night. And, like, usually, you know, you get one or two nights a week, you kind of get a break where yeah. it's like you look at it in the way that it's like, oh, okay, they have three guys going and I have a lineup of six good guys. We'll make up the ground. It's going to go back and forth. But with Chris Christian, it's like every night, new one. He just keeps bringing it. Yeah. Night after night Christian brings it.
1: That's what I want my team to be. And I I feel <laughs> I feel like I'm close. Um I'm I'm minding to do a new trade, but um that's what I aspire my team to be. So, good job Christian with your, with your season.
0: Okay, so you got Christian, Stax. Okay, would we agree the top 3 Christian, Stax, Kyle?
1: I would uh yes yeah I would say and the Kyle being third because like honestly we don't know what his team is he's right. I think he might have had one week of health this year um he's definitely put up some huge nights and but it's it's one of those things where does he have injury plagued players or does he have players that well, just got injured like frequently
0: um, oh I think awful. to I mean Embiid Porzingis uh, Chris Paul and Butler, uh, any of those guys could easily get hurt any game. You know, yeah. and Butler I might take out of that. But between Chris Paul and Bede and Porzingis, they've all shown in recent years, like, major injuries.
1: Yeah. Um, I haven't looked at the standings at all either. Because, I mean, something you can never predict is, you know, when, when players get set for rest purposes and... Uh, you know, if you, you kind of want going to playoffs, you want your team to be in the hunt. Like, yeah. not secure so that they don't sit their players. Right. Um, you know, but if you if you got... Maybe,
0: maybe that's why Chuck is choosing all these Hornets.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> there you go. Um, so, I'm... Yeah, I'm... Cool. Well, hey, really appreciate the look into the teams. I think this was uh, super informative. I wanted to end with a surprise segment. I wanted to um, hear from you. I wanted each of us to give the other person a piece of advice for their team. Okay. Uh, So I'll go like, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Yeah, please. Okay. So if I'm looking at your team and uh, I'm I'm the life coach, my piece of advice to you would be, I think you're, you're uh, valuing Drummond way too high. Mm-hmm. He, there's a really good chance he's not going to be playing much, but he's got the name that I think you could get if he, like instead of. Typically, he's like a top, you know, fifteen guy in the in yep. years past. I think that's pretty fair. Like top three or four center for sure. If you put him like in that second to third tier range and try and get mm-hmm. a high thirties guy for him. Which I think you can do. I think that would free it up, or do a two for one. Mm. That'd be my piece of advice. All right, advice taken. Um, I am I am open
1: to trading him. <laughs> we will uh, we will see if, if we have any takers. Um, so for looking at your squad, I would. Gosh, I would say. Either I, you're not going to trade LeBron, so I would say, I would say, you might have to, you might have to get two for one for Curry, um, just to just to sustain
0: you until Anthony Davis gets healthy. What do you um, think? Okay, I definitely hear you. What do you think a fair two for one for Curry would be?
1: Okay, so this is how I do it in my brain. Um, I see he is averaging forty-seven fantasy points. A night, okay. So if you're going to get a two for one, um, and considering that the weakness, somewhat weakness of the waiver wire, not really, we it's it's been decent this year. So I like to do. You're you're you have a hypothetical player attached to Curry in your trade, who represents a waiver wire guy that the person you're trading is essentially going to have to pick up to make up the spot on their roster, and an average decent waiver wire guy is going to get between 20 and 25 points for you a night. That's what a good pickup feels like. You're going to have great ones that exceed 30, but if I get 20 points from a guy I pick up on a Tuesday night with limited games, I feel great about it. So I see it as being making sure you get 47 plus 20. Um, Yeah. So I would make sure that you're getting two guys that average about – 70 70 points a night okay um that could be 230 two solid 35 guys um that could be a 40 and a 30 Uh, but i feel like that's kind of how i work trades in my mind okay is you need to give more to get the better player but you shouldn't give more than the average waiver wire pickup will give you in returns to to make it even
0: that's a great math problem Better yeah. player plus waiver equals.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like it. Yeah, that—that's the math that I do in my head anyway, um, to try and make it fair. Sometimes, you know, if you have if you have a wealth of, of riches, you can go above that and make a make the person's day. So maybe find one of those players or one of those teams that right. has a wealth of riches. Um.
0: Well, so, hey, I'm open. I I am open. Um. So, uh, Cool. Good, good advice. Appreciate it. Any, any thoughts before we, before we go? Um, No, just um, keep it going. It's been a solid year. So far. I
1: fun. think even with COVID, with, with the craziness, I mean, it, I think uh, the 9-11 thing yesterday, you <laughs> know, given all the tensions, it could have gotten a lot worse, but I think it showed the maturity on our part, that uh, it didn't, require some like I don't know grand speech from Christian to to settle the nerves uh (laughs) but who knows playoffs are just around the corner so maybe that was kind of a foreshadowing of of what's to come things always get a little testy yes Uh,
0: (laughs) yeah I feel like it's uh I'm gonna open the the opening segment on the pod is gonna address that a little bit Awesome,
1: um, and I, I'm really looking forward to uh, watching the All Star Game and uh, consuming uh, an increment of forty of
0: Yeah, Richard I'm really glad glad you sent that. I we um had like February is kind of birthday month for mm-hmm. my family. It's me and then Jess and then my mom and then my dad. So we have we've had these like little small get togethers, and so mm-hmm. I was tasked. We did for my mom's birthday, I did like a Mexican night so we had like you know different stuff there and then I bought I was in charge of getting beers for it so I got like deuces of all like Dos Equis Tecate mm-hmm. Modelo. I just had like you know four or five just different like Mexican beers to go with it and in my head there was picking up that 40 at the same time and then <laughs> And that, but Everett was with me, and then he started running around. So I forgot the forty. Was glad you sent the thing, and I will definitely be there, forty in hand for the All Star Game. I'm looking forward to it as well. This is going to be fun. Cool. I appreciate it. Okay. Then we had uh, after recording this, um, which Adam and I did yesterday, went over, had a little birthday celebration for my dad. Leave check the thread and Christian. And Kyle did a big trade, which Adam and I had just talked about it, so I wanted to hear from both of them quickly. So first you, Kamish.
3: Hey, what's up? uh, Guys, it's the Kamish. Pod Tom just sent me a last-minute request to give uh, my review of the trade that went down yesterday. Um, On Monday night, I get a trade offer, (laughs) and you get the little... Da-na-na, da-na-na. And now, uh, just for context, whenever that happens and uh, Rachel is in earshot, she looks at me and she goes, Holy shit. Like, kind of like it's about to go down. It's a very funny gimmick that she has going. But um, my heart really sank right away because the part that I could view it said Damian Lillard and Fred Van Vleet. And I was just like, Ugh. And the ironic part was I was sitting there and I was kind of like working up my narratives for my team winning the championship. Like you kind of like you're looking at Russ and you're like, okay, well, he's playing back to backs now and he's been an absolute buzzsaw this week. He just put up 270 points and he's going to keep this up and they're going to make their play. You know, you're just talking yourself into your guys. Well, Chris Paul gets injured, and then Devin Booker has to be a distributor a little bit more, and then you know those stats besides scoring start to go up. You just you know hyping myself up, but then boom, Dame for Freddie comes across, and it like really shook me to my core because I was just right in the in the middle of sort of hyping myself up on on the run uh, for my team as it was, um, it, but then at the same time, hilariously. Uh, I had said to myself like earlier that day. I was I was kind of thinking like you know, Russ had that absolutely monster week. I think I gotta sell high on him. Like there's no way he can keep this exact. Like this is his peak of the season right now. Um, and he, he's always good, and especially in our format. Um, I mean he's he's top ten. Uh, but nonetheless, like I gotta sell high, and then like. I get the thing, and it and it has Damian Lillard, which is like who you would want to sell high to be. But then just seeing it absolutely paralyzed me. So I'm just thinking about it. And I'm agonizing. I'm texting Kyle. How could you do this to me? How could you make me think about this? I'm going back and forth. I'm looking at the stats: seven days, fifteen days, thirty days, season long schedules going forward. Just pacing, and I like like my head and my heart just couldn't get united on this thing. But I would look at it sometimes and I'm like, well, obviously you do this. You do this every time. Why would you not do this? You dumbass. But then I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, if, you know, I'm just creating these false scenarios. And so I was like kind of cracking up about it. And there's this guy that uh, a bunch of us in the league follow on Twitter, who's like this New Zealand fantasy analyst guy. And he doesn't typically talk that much about league formats such as ours, but like he mentions it sometimes. So I'm like, but I see Stacks tweeting at him all the time. <laughs> and anyways, um, so I'm like, you know what? I'm just throwing this out there. And, I, and so I tweet like, in, in excruciating detail to this man. And then I start texting Kyle. And I'm like, all right, if you were me, would you take this straight? <laughs> I'm texting Chuck. And, and I'm just trying to like, like, I'd kind of come around to it like I'm going to do it. But I, I started to have some fun with it. And then uh, end of the day, I just kind of decided on, okay, who do you want to trust For the championship run. Do you want to have your eggs in the rust basket? Or do you want Mr. Reliable, Mr. Productive, always shows up, Dame? And at the end of the day, I get uh, Dame back. Uh, Last time I had him, I won the title. I get my little gummy bear of love, Freddie VV, back to join... My other gummy bear of destruction, Zion. And I'm feeling great about it. So, anyways, those are my thoughts. Uh, Thank you, Kyle Woody, for sending that. (laughs) But also, fuck you for sending that because it messed me up for a day. All right, that's it. Bye.
0: And then you, Kyle, and maybe if you could just tell us that first and then weave it into your positivity rankings, however you'd like.
2: Wow what a time to be alive let's power cast some positivity baby yeah i don't know what vibes i'm going for right now but i'm into it so my positive vibe is you know what, we'll mix it Tom wanted me to talk about the trade that I had yesterday with Christian. And it's also my positive vibe. I think it was so fun. We were texting back and forth for like a full day trying to figure out if he wanted to do it. The positives and the negatives. In the end, he got Freddie V back. He got Dame. He loves them. It was a pretty even trade numbers wise. I think Christian beat me by like one point. Um, help my schedule even though I forgot to put in Russ but I was in the middle of dinner with my parents a post-vaccination dinner that just felt really good and so I kind of didn't have my phone with me and um, was just enjoying my time and so worth it I would do it again but shit I'd have loved to check my phone one minute fucking earlier and you know get uh get get Russ in there but fun trade um my baby boo Booker is back on my team very excited about that um so I love the trade for both Christian and I fun times on to our rankings man these were tough to rank there was no um submissions that were like oh these are a little less than the others they were all fantastic guys so thanks for sending these in Dewey um he gets number nine but man he he says he beat Sean fair and square wow the trash talk is there Ooh, little rhyming action Number eight, Burden. Burden provided wholesome entertainment for the league by entering into an epic trade war with Chuck. Looking at his roster on Monday, felt like he came home from a bachelor party weekend and looked at his credit card charges and pictures on his phone. Oof! But at least he has some memories, hazy as they are. See, I can't believe that gets number eight. That's a... Beautifully written statement, but it's got to get number eight. Number seven, Andy woke up early enough to walk and snag a donut from Schnitz. He says there's nothing better than starting off hump day with a sugar rush and a crash. And you know what, Andy? I love a good fucking donut. I love donuts. So you get number seven. Good for you. Number six, Christian getting Freddie and Zion back. A very blessed, blessed week for our commish. You earned it. Number five, LeBron sucked up a little bit, but he. Put out some positivity. Not LeBron. Tom sucked up a little bit. He put out some positivity. Um, Tom's going to love that I mixed him up with LeBron. Way to go, buddy. You did it. Um, but his positivity, besides me calling him LeBron again accidentally, is that his sister Sarah's friend, Betsy, my wife, is graduating from med school. And to celebrate, me and her are going to Costa Rica also the artist Tilden Park who famously produced our anthem is getting married and LeBron James exists Tom is very happy for all this he's happy for me I appreciate you buddy thanks a lot man he got number five number four Kyle and I had a little weekend up north this weekend a little post-vaccination weekend um and we got to puff on some parliaments. We decided to have a naughty treat this weekend, and it was real nice. Um, neither one of us had had cigarettes in a very long time, and we thought it was a good opportunity, and we loved it. So hell yeah, Kyle. Um, number three, shit, 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 number three is Stax. Stax gets to go to Crystal Mountain with some friends this weekend. Um, he, he used the terms with his bubble and imbibe and hang out with people and snowboard and chill in a hot tub so hell yeah stacks nice four-day weekend you enjoy that bro um number two sorry there's a lot of good ones here jb jb was super grateful for the chance to ski veil mountain with his beautiful wife last weekend it also felt simply felt great to be on an airplane travel someplace new and have that type of travel experience again hell yeah dude i love that that's really fantastic um Such a great time. Vale must have been incredible. So jealous. And number one, got to go to Sean again, man. Sean's got a lot of positive things happening. Opening GRBC back up. Pizzas were delicious, my guy. Um, Must be just another check mark of things that have been holding you down. Um, And I'm so happy that you were able to open it back up and get a step in the positive direction, man. So that's our power casting positivity. I'll send out the rankings later on. Love you, boys. Love you all too. All right, check you next week. Pod Tom out. NBA, it's no balls association. NBA, yeah we got the power ranking. NBA, it's your fantasy ball. NBA, we on top. This ain't no seesaw. NBA, it's no balls association. Yeah, we got the power ranking NBA. It's your fantasy. We NBA. We on top. This ain't no seesaw.